the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julian. Hi, this is Julian with the Texas Music Spotlight. Today, we have a band from Austin, Texas, Claiming Neptune. Claiming Neptune, how are you guys doing? Really good, really good. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little hot in this room, but other than that, we're good. We're good. Where are you all at right now? We're at the Music Lab on Old Street in Austin. Oh, nice, nice. Is that a is that like yeah. a, a rehearsal place or what? Yeah, it's like it's got a lot of rehearsal rooms. It's yeah, our, it's yeah. our first time here. Yeah, we're not usually oh. here. We don't get very good internet at our, at our regular space, so so we came here today. Well, well, thank you for doing the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Introduce yourselves. Well since, well, since I'm biggest in the frame, I guess. I'm biggest in the frame and in life. I'm Adam, the, the bass player. Uh, Robert, a.k.a. Jinx Master Flash. I'm Lisa, the front one. Uh, Derek, the, the guitar player. And I'm Josh, the drummer. Awesome, guys. Awesome. How'd you guys meet? Why don't you go tell them, tell them Derek. Uh, well, I, Derek, get up here and talk. And talk. <laughs> no, oh, we can hear you. you hear him okay? Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, yeah. Originally, uh, it all started was was like um, Robert here was uh, kind of tinkering, tinkering on guitar, and then uh, he he picked it up, it up, and kind of really took off with it. And I told him I had been playing for, for for some years. I told him I was like, well, you know, things get going, you are serious about it, serious about it. We'll put something together. I was like, one of my passions was always to, always to to be in a band, kind of in the independent uh, uh, realm, and write some music and whatnot and and you know you know have a you know, front person and then so we just we just i mean as soon as he could start playing we started looking and kind of assembled assembled the crew here we uh got lisa and then josh joined in that and next and then adam so kind of kind of took off pretty quick awesome man now for those listening there's a uh, slight echo and that's because of the playback audio you have on your end uh, the speaker it's always better to have a headphone but obviously you all want to hear everything, so it's if you could turn your speaker down just a hair, because I'm here. We're in an echo. Yeah, and it sounds like he was saying everything twice. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's good. Um, so talk about some of your influence. I know the bass player is a Pink Floyd fan, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like how? You know, big time? How big time? I, I don't know. I mean. Since I was like in junior high school, like it was kind of like it was a slow and steady uh, love of love of. I mean, it didn't start immediately, but it started when I was like thirteen or so, and the stuff just got got in my veins, and I I think it definitely affects how I approach the bass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's probably the biggest. Like Roger Waters, he's like, I mean, he's not the most complicated bass player of all time, but he's just solid. Uh, Definitely knows the, the the thing with space and like spacing and stuff like that. So right, try right. To bring, try to bring I'm a bass player, so I understand what you're saying. So cool. <laughs> what was your pink, your first Pink Floyd album? That was the Wall. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, it scared me the first day, the first time I heard it. <laughs> it still scares me. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> How good that thing is, right? Lisa. Yeah, you get, yeah, you get in the right you get in the right environment and uh you get enough soda pops in you send you and you start hallucinating like seeing the judge in the trial. Like I I have had visions of the judge. Yeah, we'll we'll call it soda we'll call it soda pop. 
Lisa, uh, what were some of your influences? As a, at well, yeah, who did you listen to growing up? Um, when I was growing up, growing up, I listened to a lot of um, like '90s alternative, um, um, mainly because of my parents. Like that's what my mom would sh- listen, have us us listen to and whatnot. Um, so like the Cranberries, um, the Cardigans. Those were like some of my influences as far as far as like vocal sound. And then um, Gwen Stefani from No Doubt. As far as performing, I admire her a lot, a lot because she just has like such a good energy when she's performing, and um, vocally she's awesome too. So is this your first time fronting the band? Yes. Wow, what'd you do? What'd you... Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still working, out, working out the kinks. What'd you do before this? Um, musically, nothing really. Um, not with anybody, for that matter. But um, like, I, like I played the piano a little bit, and uh, I. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but nothing really, really musically before. Okay, so this is your first time out, huh? Yeah. Well, the band's been together for what? Yeah. A couple of years. About a year and a half at this point. Is this your first album that's out? Yes. Had you done EPs before anything like that? Nope. This is our. We were. This was going to be an EP, and then we just decided decided to extend it out. Just kept going with it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> the new album entitled "In Times of Change," uh, that came out in March 2016. So that just fairly came out yes. last month. Holy moly! Yep. How's it going for you guys? Like, I mean, pretty good. I mean, I mean, we're we're writing a bunch of new songs. Like, we'll we'll, we'll have a new one. We're playing we're playing one song from our album tonight, and then uh, nice. so. We have a lot of momentum. Yeah, you got to keep going, right? Once you start writing, yeah. it just keeps going. Exactly. We got a some a, somebody in the chat room said the guitarist loves Katy Perry. <laughs> somebody, somebody must know her. <laughs> I mean, that's that's why I got the new guy in the music anyway, right? Right? Who doesn't? Right? Katy Perry. That's his number one move. <laughs> just a reminder: if you're in the chat room later on, we're gonna open up the seat. If you want to chit chat with the band, you can join in video and talk with them. Uh, you guys probably know them already anyway. The little hand claps you see there in the corner, that means that's like uh, somebody cheering. So when, when you start playing, you start seeing those hand claps. I mean, they're giving props. They're giving us love. Yeah, give me some love there. All right. So talk about the talk about the new album as far as like process and was it is it's the first album, so how was the first the first album jitters and um it was a pretty long process. Because we started off recording just, just a few songs, and that kind of took a while, while, and then, um, like we were we were in the studio studio for a long time, like over six months. Yeah. Wow. Like a long time. <laughs> I think I think kind of kind of we got a rude awakening just going into the studio first was just the, the producing side of it. We came in with uh, some hard, hard, raw songs, and then they kind of got flipped, uh, picked apart, and we had to go go back and do, do some stuff, which took some time, so. Was it self-produced, or you had a producer? What'd you say? We was, it, uh, was it self-produced, or you had a producer? We had a producer. Uh, Mark. 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 Donovan. Mark Donovan. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a local guy. I mean, yeah, he's, he's been in Austin for... for like 20 years or so he's he used to play with Malford Milligan and uh, and uh, and also Buddy Miles who Buddy Miles I mean, you, I mean you probably know but he was the 
drummer for uh, Jimmy Jimmy Hendrix for a while. So we're a few levels removed from Jim, Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> 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 wow. Now was this not all, really all of you guys' album. first time recording? Yeah. Uh, I I've, I've recorded an album before. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Derek has or not. Uh, just some little garage type demo type stuff of uh, self, you know, kind of self recorded type things. Nothing professional. Yeah. Like this. It's it's always exciting to do your first first recording session, especially six months long. <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> it was like I mean, we we all have jobs, so it was like. Right, a constant balancing act of trying to get in there two or three times a week while holding holding down our jobs. That like, it was uh, it was interesting. Definitely. Right. Well, we've got a lot of people in the chat room now. Man, that's pretty nice. good. Nice. So let's uh, talk about the first song you're gonna do. We we are going to play a song called Apparition. Uh, it's song number song number ten on the on the it's the last track on the album, and. and uh, Lisa, you want to talk about it? Because you kind of wrote the lyrics. Um, when I started writing the song, um, well, Adam kind of developed the bass for it first. first. Um, and then when I heard it, I just kind of got like a, a haunting sort of vibe. And I just kind of went from there, writing the lyrics, lyrics to it. And um, I showed them, and the guys were able to write their guitar parts pretty quickly to it. And it just kind of like pretty easily. Isn't that the best when it just falls all together? the world. 
Awesome, guys. Awesome. Thank you. For, for being a short time together, right? Like a year and a half? Yeah, a year and a half. Yep. Yeah. So the Austin scene, you hear all about it. You've heard, well, I hear, we hear things. You guys live in it. Uh, what's your opinion of the Austin scene? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a it's a good scene for for live music. Um, a lot of the shows that we've played around around here, um, the guys have been pretty welcoming, and, and I I have a good time with it. So I don't know I don't know about you guys. From from uh, just playing shows around here around here, we've been playing probably I guess a year, uh, uh, just trying to pick up shows uh, with the other bands. It real. Everybody, everybody's super talented. Um, you hear from, you know, just just um, some folk music to jazz to blues, blues to independent. Everybody's really talented, so it uh, it uh, definitely keeps us on our toes and keeps our ears um, hyping. So, well, tell me about, you know, as as big as the scene is there, are you guys? Do you guys have trouble finding gigs? Not really, really. Uh, we we were fortunate from the very get go to. To find to find a, a few venues that like this, and even even when we weren't pulling people and people in the doors, we're still not pulling people in the doors. But it's, it's, I think I think it's a it's, it's for the live music here. It's a twenty four seven thing. You know you know it's it's on the two like on a Tuesday. You know there's bands playing on in on a you know a Saturday night. You always hear there's always music. Right. So there's a lot of opportunities for gigs. Now, yeah, and even places like you wouldn't think that would have music has music. So, so like we played, we we played as a five piece piece electric band at a coffee shop one time, which was which was interesting. We played an played an antique shop like a, a salvage, and some of the like 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 we'll, we'll get paid, you know, for some of these shows, some decent money, some money, and uh, and it's usually like the out of the way venues that are paying the money, the money. So uh, that's always nice. Nice, nice. So, do you just strictly do originals? I mean, or do you find that, you know, doing covers? I don't even know. Do you do you guys do any covers? Yeah, we do a couple. Um, mainly, we do show shows. We try to keep the majority of the songs originals, um, but we will throw like a cover or two in there. But you wouldn't call yourself a cover band. No, no, no good, good. No, no, we, we have like we have like four. Four or five or six six covers in our repertoire, something like that. At the most, at varying stages of, of satisfaction, <laughs> uh, like Sarah, we, we we play some Sarah Jaffa Jaffe tunes, some Mazzy Stars, some No Doubt, uh, some what, some what? Rihanna. 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 Really? Oh, tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that. <laughs> like I mean. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it started from that unfaithful video. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's just growing blossoms. Love affair. I would treat her definitely a lot better than Chris Brown. So. Uh, the love affair of a young man. <laughs> so tell, so tell us about uh, the best gig you've ever had. Oh, no. It'd probably vary for each of you, right? Like, like we played the best, or it was, or it was like the best show? <laughs> Just a show that you, you come off the stage, man, man, we kicked ass, and everything was good, the, the crowd was great, you know, just really hyped. Probably a couple shows ago at this uh, this place called Woody's Tavern in B Cave, uh, which is just outside of Austin. Uh, 
We played a really good, really good. We, it was kind of cold. It was kind of cold and kind of. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't cold a show we've ever played. But well, yeah, we got that gig. I mean, so it, it, we had we had a good, a decent. I mean, it wasn't the biggest crowd we ever had, but uh, but but it was a very enthusiastic crowd. The few people, the the people that had out there, we got paid for the show, the show and stuff, which was cool. Um, but uh, we got the gig, the gig because that guy that owns that place saw us play our very our very first show at the Lucky Lounge in Austin, and uh, I call, I called him up out of the blue one day looking for shows. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm your I'm your biggest fan." Blah 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 blah, which totally floored me. Like, I didn't know he had any had any fans. <laughs> I mean, we do, but like, but it was very surprising, surprising to to hear somebody talk back to me like that on the phone and say, "Oh yeah, I know yeah I know who you are." So that was like the first time that I ever happened without me trying to explain who we and who we are first. So, so with so, yeah. that, with that, what has been the worst gig? Oh, San Antonio. San Antonio. Really? <laughs> what happened? So we, we played at this place called the Reggae, the reggae Bar. Uh-huh. Reggae band. It was like a little, <laughs> a little, a little, a little, it was like a little festival, and like, and and what really? I mean, there was there was people there and stuff, but what what made it tough was was it was really really cold, like way colder than that Woody show. So, and there was like they had a campfire, a big old bonfire going, and it was blowing, blowing like cold smoke in Lisa's face, and like all of our faces. I mean, it was yeah. blowing, blowing in all of our faces. And like at the end of the at the end of the performance, I had like black ash all on my face from how much much it was blowing. And then the sound too was just just awful. We, we even having feedback monitors. Yeah, we had, I had a house kit. It, and it was completely dark, so I can't see nothing. I'm just guessing, guessing to, as to where I'm supposed to be playing. And it's like it's freezing cold, cold. The guitars are going out of tune, <laughs> yeah. and like no one's appreciating, appreciating the effort. <laughs> yeah, the guitars, like, it was cold, and the guitars, guitars are going out of tune. I was singing out of tune too because I couldn't, I couldn't hear myself. myself yeah, it, so. it's the worst when you can't hear yourself. I know. Yeah. Jules the human, who is uh, who is my son, and uh, the the guy you've been talking to. Uh, to the social media, Jules. He said you need to come to the limelight. We'll book us a show. We'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll we're, we're, we're telling we're going to call. We'll call. Yeah. We're going to get to the next portion of the show, the podcast. It's called the Texas Two Step, and what that is, it's two random, two random questions written by Jules that have nothing to do with music, and he writes them on little cards and everything. Look at that. See? <laughs> Sweet. So, <laughs> so <laughs> the first question: What job would you absolutely absolutely be horrible at? That's to any of you. Yeah, public speaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't be a salesman. I just couldn't do it. Trying to trying to push a product, I can't do it. I probably no? couldn't be uh-uh. a chef, even though I love watching cooking shows. I'm like the pickiest eatest eater ever, so. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be that good at that. Who else? Um, I don't know, man. I've had a few had a few jobs and I've not been good at like I'll, I'll tell you a job I actually had had. Like I was a I worked for a pie company at one point. I was delivering pies all around New England for like a few weeks until I like crashed the pie truck. <laughs> what? You guys don't even know about that. The great like, pie crash. Back. This was back when I was, was Josh's age. Jeez. <laughs> So, so like driving driving a pie truck, man. So that's not a job for me. 
<laughs> what about the great the great pie truck incident? What about the rest of you guys? <laughs> uh, probably for me, um, an accountant. Man, man, I, I can't I can't deal with numbers. You don't like I numbers. Count, I can't even can't even account for my uh, my own clothes and closets. So you know. No. I was gonna say I hope you're not the drummer. Last one, who's it? Um, yeah, I, uh, me, I, I probably couldn't be a pilot. I have a, I don't want to fight, so, so, yeah. Pilot. <laughs> All right, second question. <laughs> second question, if, if you owned a bar or restaurant, what would you name it and what would, what would the theme be? If we owned a bar or restaurant, what would the theme the theme be? And the name of it. And the name. Oh. Uh, 90s. Right? Yeah. 90s. <laughs> yeah, Jenkins got a smoothie, a smoothie bar. Uh, I like the 90s theme. Throwback. The name of it. Oh. So I guess the 90s and the theme would be 90s, huh? <laughs> yeah, like 90s, 90s health lounge. I don't know. <laughs> 90s, 90s health. Jinx Master's health. Jinx Master Flash Flash's house of... 90s era smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. That was a Texas two-step. What do you guys got planned for this year? Uh, well, first off, off, we have a show next Tuesday. That's in the nearest future. Um, what's the, uh, the date on that? At the, at the Lucky Lounge, which is... Before we started. Yeah. Uh, it's 20, 26th. Next Tuesday. So it's the 26th. Yeah. Yeah, we need as many people to come out to see us. Let us... Uh, Feel like we're seasoned now, so we'll definitely put on a, put on a good show. Are you playing so, uh, by, by yourselves or with some other bands? We're we're apparently playing with some of the bands, but I'm not sure who it is yet. It's not it's not on the schedule. Uh, it might be might be just us. I'm not sure sure. Cool. So you got the show next Tuesday. Anything else coming up in this year? Any any big plans? Did y'all do South by Southwest? We 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 play some unofficial shows okay. and uh, yeah so. Missed some good contacts during South by. We played like four unofficial shows, like right around that time. Um, but yeah, hopefully next year we'll get an official slash slot. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. Let's see. Right. Yeah, I mean, other, I mean, other, other than that, we're just we're just gonna be like, we're we're gonna play as many as many shows as possible and you know, writing our new album, we're, writing new songs. Yeah, yeah. We're also working on um, getting some merch out, and uh, we're trying to record. Our official video for apparition, apparition okay. um, which will be later on this later on this month. So hopefully that will be coming out pretty soon. Y'all plan on doing any traveling? Yeah, we want to we want to tour tour like like we don't have like set plans on how or when we're going to tour the tour yet, but it is a goal like in the next six months or so to go, go out on tour. Um, the reggae bar in San Antonio. Yes. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they'll have it. No, I don't know. Uh, there was no
Very cool, guys. Very cool. So where can we find you guys on the internet, on the interwebs? Uh, mostly it's it's all of your, all of your like slash claiming Neptune on Facebook, Insta, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, Snapchat, YouTube. Oh, yeah. wow. We're on Snapchat now. We haven't <laughs> oh, cool. really, uh, been using it that much, that much but I, I would like to start using it for when we do, we do shows and stuff. That way everyone can kind of get the behind the scenes on us and stuff. Awesome. The new album, In Times of Change, available on iTunes. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. All your digital I formats. Think. You can find them at All their the website on their Facebook. Yeah. Give, yeah. Go ahead and give the website and the Facebook. ClaimingNeptune.com is our website. website and Facebook.com slash ClaimingNeptune is awesome, guys. Facebook. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining the podcast. Lisa, Derek, Robert, Joshua, Adam. Did I get everybody? You did. Awesome. You guys, thank you so much. If you want to hang out after I stop recording, you're more than welcome to. Uh, this is Julian, my partner, Jules the Human. This has been the Texas Music Spotlight. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Texas Music Spotlight podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, texasmusicspotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. Thank you.